Amy, do you like scary stories? Always. I'm you, always up for a good spooky. Are you about to share one with us? Probably. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so, hi, Hannah. What's up? What's up? Um, So, I ran a Twitter poll a while back just to see, like, what people would want to hear about. And one of, like, my options was weird wildlife stories. Okay. So, then I'm like, oh, okay. So, I need to find, like, ooh, iPad almost fell. Um, I need to find, like, creepy stuff that's going on in northern Illinois. And there's some stuff. I mean, we'll get to it, but... I also, like, stumbled across urban myths and legends. Okay. So we know that, like, these these stories oftentimes correlate to, like, actual Big animals. Flies. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, the, the chupacabra. It's, like, oh, yes. a coyote with mange. You know, okay. <laughs> All right. So. I just squashed my dreams. Sorry. So sorry. Um, but I came across one that's, like, pretty much here in the Chicagoland region. It's actually known as the Lake Michigan Sea Serpent. Oh. Yeah. So I just want to share a little bit because it was fun. Um, There's, like, staring details online. Like, there's not, like, a really good resource for this. There's much more detail for the other lakes, like Lake Erie, um, Lake, uh, gosh, what is it? Lake Superior. They have, like, all these different stories in those lakes. But Lake Michigan had some reports of, like, this weird serpent-like creature in, like, the late 1800s all the way through, like, the 1930s. Okay. So, like, 50 feet long, looks like a giant seabird, a a (laughs) serpent in the water. um, A 50-foot-long 50 feet, yes. 50, 50 feet. It's enough to make me stop swimming. Yeah, and, like, honestly, like, I don't think... Much up, much has come of it, but there's a lot more like reports and stuff in those higher lake areas, and they're they're all connected. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Make of it what you will, but um, I know that there's actually like a real <laughs> serpent-like creature in Lake Michigan that's worth talking about today. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna bust your myth. Okay, what we think it could be, but. Unfortunately, the size doesn't match up. But no, not it, at all. This is real. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. And this is real, and it's scary. Not. We'll get into us. that later. But yeah, let's do it. So you tell me your story, your real horror story. My real horror story. Yeah. Um. So the sea lamprey is known as our Great Lakes region first notorious invasive species. Uh, Shed Aquarium states they may look like eels to the untrained eye, but they are closer to vampires as they feed on the blood of host fishes. Ooh, water vampires? Right? Yeah. Pretty foul. Yeah. That's gross. Um, (laughs) So, sea lamprey are 14 to 19 inches long, roughly 13 ounces in weight. They're blue-gray to olive-brown with some black spotting on their, like, upper ridge mm-hmm. um, and they have a light colored belly so they have two dorsal fins and i found this interesting their skeleton is made of cartilage oh so like our ears yeah so they're bendy 
Yep. Yeah. Which like makes them more eerie. This makes them more. This is worse than the sea serpent in Lake Michigan. Automatically. Yeah, because they actually exist. <laughs> They're real. Yeah. Um. So sea lamprey can live to be eight to nine years old. Um. What I found interesting is that out of those eight to nine years, it spends seven years as larvae. What? Yeah. So in its Ew. last year of life, this fish will, it primarily lives in like the Great Lakes, okay. like I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Or they're not even fish. I apologize for that statement. Um, so the sea lamprey will live in Great Lakes regions. And in the last year of their life, they will move to spawning grounds in various like streams. Mm-hmm. Um, they will lay their eggs. Which can be ten thousand to a hundred thousand at a time, massive, and then they promptly die. Oh, so yeah, it's a heck of a life, right? Okay, um, but in that year to year and a half that it is an adult and it's thriving in Lake Michigan, um, it will attach its tooth-filled body, or yeah, its tooth-filled mouth to the body of a fish, and its mm-hmm. rough tongue will carve a hole. On the side of a fish, and its saliva contains an anticoagulant for the animal to continuously feed on the fish's blood oh. and body tissues. Oh my goodness! Body fluids, what have you? And I, forgive me. Did you say where these came from? I did not. So that. You know, opens up a whole other can of worms. Yeah. So sea lamprey, you know, they've got the name sea in them. Obviously, they did not originate in our Great Lakes. Right. Um, So they are native to the Atlantic Ocean and Lake Ontario. They spawn in freshwater. So they're able to go from freshwater to saltwater, which, you know, doesn't help matters. Well, that's concerning. (laughs) Um, And the building of the Welland Canal in Ontario gave the lamprey access to inland waters. Um, so the Welland Canal connects Lake Ontario and Lake Erie. Obviously the purpose of this canal was to detour water traffic okay. from, you know, just pitching off of Niagara Falls. It's a little hazardous. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know if you've ever tried it. <laughs> Unfortunately, we've unleashed the beast, the water vampire. Right. Yeah. So they were first found in Lake Michigan in 1936. They were found in all of the Great Lakes by 1940. But by the 1940s, there was already serious detriment to the fish population in Lake Michigan. Oh, my gosh. Um, So, what, in, like, four-ish years? Yeah. This sea lamprey that, you know, wiggled its way from the Atlantic Ocean, which, like, we're in the Midwest. It's not anywhere close. Right. Um, So, yeah, it targeted lake trout and whitefish. And... Basically, you know, we mentioned how they can very horrendously feed off of a host fish. Yep. Um, One in seven lake trout will survive this attack. Wow. Just one. Just one. So it weakens them. Yeah. To that point where if they don't die while the the sea lamprey is still on them, they're going to die shortly after. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, there's like no... There's nobody out there picking sea lamprey. Right. Lamprey. By the way, we say lamprey different. 
Oh, we do? I don't know if it's like an accent thing because we talked about accents earlier today. But I don't know. I'm a Hoosier. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Yep. <laughs> so you say lamprey and I'm like lamprey. Huh. Interesting. Listeners, let us we know should... what you, how you pronounce this. I'm li- I'm gonna Google that later and be like, Hannah's saying it wrong. <laughs> Hannah, you suck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's fine. It's like tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the sea lamprey is, you know, like I mentioned, it's, a, it's an invasive species to mm-hmm. our Great Lakes region. Um, they lack natural predators. They can survive in fresh and salt water. So. There's not a whole lot going on. Um, So our methods of controlling them are really expensive. We're spending 18 million a year on Lake Michigan alone. Oh, and obviously, like all the water canals connect, so right, you can't just pour a bunch of money into one lake. Assumedly, the other lakes would be yeah, hopefully, yeah, trying to control this issue. Um, So in 1960, Lamperside. Apparently it's a chemical. Mm-hmm. Um, it was created to disrupt the larvae development. Um, so basically they were pouring it into the streams. They claim it has nothing, like no effects on other yeah. fish. Other. Hopefully you know, it doesn't. I hope yeah. Not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause these larvae, they just like burrow in the stream bottom and they feed on microorganisms mm. until they're adults. And this reminds me too. So like I did, I did like a reading assignment on sea lamprey a while back for grad school. And there's some really cool videos. So if you just look up like lamperside on YouTube. Okay. um, There's really cool videos of like research teams going out and like implementing this and you can kind of see how it works. Oh, so it's kind of a process. Well, that's okay. I mean, check it out later because it's kind of a process, but yeah. I think it's relatively safe. I'm sure there's some. I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't do it unless it was safe. Right. But, yeah, I guess you have to look at, like, the overall concern stopping these guys before they get big and move. So, obviously, the best control method is prevention, but, you know, that was shot to hell. Yeah, we kind of shoot everything to hell around here, don't we? Unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I guess we have also constructed physical barriers to block or catch the adult lampreys that are entering Mm. or exiting the uh, spawning grounds. Oh, um, and we've also worked on sterilizing the male lamprey. Oh, I don't, well, yeah, I don't know how successful that was. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I didn't know about sterilizing necessarily, but I would assume there might be some issues with that as well. If you have like thousands of lamprey to lamprey. Now I'm saying lamprey. I don't know how to you're, pronounce it. You're Maybe impressionable. I'm it wrong. I don't think you are. I think it can go either way. Okay. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So we we're trying to manage it, but they're still out there. Yeah. So I don't know if your 50 foot long Lake Michigan serpent is actually a two foot long. <laughs> I'm going to guess no. sea lamprey. Uh, listen, like I couldn't find any reports on like recent serpent sightings in Lake Michigan. But there's still, like, some more reports going on in those upper Great Lakes. So, I don't know. I mean, if you've seen this thing and you have much better evidence than what I could find on send it. Send us pictures and Send videos. it in because we like real animals, but we're also intrigued by these. Spooky ones. Spooky ones and unknown ones, if you will. So, especially in the Chicagoland area, to have something that's not known would be 
a big deal considering how much activity we have here and how many things we've done. Right. So cool. Well, that is definitely weird wildlife. I, (laughs) I don't know what to say about lamprey lampreys, but, um, I think if you, if you live in Chicago or near Chicago, like they have them on exhibit, I'm pretty sure. At least I've seen them there at one point at the, um, wow, I should clarify at the shed shed aquarium. (laughs) Yeah. They're on exhibit. Um, but they're creepy. They're just creepy. They're just like these big slimy. They look like eels. Eels with like rows of teeth inside their mouths. Yeah. Oh, and their eggs take two weeks, two weeks to hatch. So like way too fast. Great. Those (laughs) 10,000 to a hundred thousand. They're they're thriving. They're like um, the Jurassic Park experiment gone wrong, basically. So like, it's like as if we made this monster and then it was too successful for our own good. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's so important that we keep these things under control because, you know, Great Lakes, it's what, what one of our, if not the largest system of fresh water. Yeah. We fish in it. We recreate in it. We get our drinking water from it. We rely on it. Could heavily. you imagine eating like a whitefish with a like massive a hole on, on the side? Okay, I'm assuming like no, actually. Okay, let's think about that one. No <laughs> restaurant would feed that to a person. I would hope not. And it, like it might be like half the fish is left. I don't know. They just suck the life out of them. Basically, yes. I'm kind of one or two, and I'm gonna Google this later, and maybe we'll just post about it if I find anything. But um. Like, okay, Asian carp, for example, another aquatic invasive species. Yeah. They're trying to market it as, like, a food source for people. So, like, cook up carp, eat it. That way we can kind of work with it. So you're saying sea lamprey should be a food source? Could it be? That's what I'm wondering. Mm -hmm. I mean, people eat eel. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I have questions. I'm, I'm not an adventurous foodie. I honestly wouldn't either, but I'd like to see it put to good use and maybe like make more revenue. True. I'll stick to my corn dogs and tater tots. <laughs> I'll stick to the basics. <laughs> awesome. Well, hope that satisfies your weird animal behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, continue to tweet at us at Google yep. podcast. If you've got any other requests, we're also on Facebook. Find us there. As yep. always, we can be reached on our Gmail account, hello cuckoo podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you have any like creepy animals or weird wildlife stories, I desperately want to know about them. Yeah, let us know. Anna does too. Fifty long, <laughs> fifty foot long serpent. Yeah, we'll see if we can debunk it or I don't know. I just want to know more. I'm not swimming in Lake Michigan anymore. <laughs> you mean you don't want any sea lampreys attaching to you? Oh no, thanks. <laughs> I was already afraid of leeches. Oh, these are giant leeches, essentially. Mm. Yep. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye.